Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm Libby. I'm Allie. And this is... The Social Work Friends Podcast. In the fun size version. Um, we are struggling at the moment because we just did an episode and it did not record, so that was a good time. That was <laughs> a trip and a half. it was the short one. Yes, it was a mini-sode, so I guess that's a good thing, but, um... We're also recording in a slightly different space right now because I'm not going to name names, but their mountain of clothes is on our futon. So we had to pick a different spot. We also have little Rem Girl over here. She's the dog. She's visiting. She's a special guest. We have Tony, who's also sitting in for the first time ever. Just kidding. He's always here. But um, yeah, so if we sound a little different, that's why. Um, what did you thrift? I actually took pictures this time, so Ooh, I wouldn't yes, forget. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess this wasn't technically a thrift, but I got probably, like, the most amazing mug glass thing I've ever found in my life. It wasn't... I don't think that's considered thrifting, even though it's technically, like, at a thrift store. It's like a flea market situation. Yeah. But I... Yeah, I think you could count whatever. it. It's not a thrift, but, like, it counts. Um, it's this like glass cup thing Mm -hmm. that has all of the it's like harry potter themed so it has like all of the the names on there or like parts of the names Mm -hmm. i don't know i'll put a picture up but it's pretty dope um and i also got like this candle holder thing that has ornaments on it Ellie is full Christmas mode. She has snowman earrings in. She has Christmas work decorations. She completely skipped Thanksgiving and is full on in Christmas. I did put up, like, a sticky, like, on the window, one of those, like, sticky things. And it's a turkey because Brian really likes Thanksgiving. So that was, like, my little That's your contribution to Thanksgiving? I like Thanksgiving. Um, I think it's kind of a vibe, but I'm still in Halloween. I mean, clearly, I still have coffins and skeletons and baby doll arms hanging around, so I put a lot of work into my mantle display, though, and I am very hesitant to take it down, but I'm sure after this week, after I don't want to slam my head in the door, that I will take it down. But as of right now, I am over it, and I didn't even get to thrift. Those aren't all your thrift hauls, though. Um, I also got, like, this... Maybe, like, a vegetable tray? I don't know. It has these cute little reindeer on it, though. Could be, like, a potluck tray. Yeah. And then I also got this amazing hand-stitched Oh, my snowman God. Tray. Spectacular. <laughs> Absolutely a I gem. I decided I was gonna go in... I think it's, like, an extra large. Yeah, it is. And I was like, oh, sometimes there's really cute stuff in there. And I found that, and it actually fits really nice. I don't know if it's actually an extra large. I think it's a little so. off. We're a little off on the sizing. But that's okay. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Does it actually say XL on a tag somewhere? Yeah, it does. Really? But it really doesn't fit that oversized. Mm-mm. But, like, usually I'm a medium, and those are two pretty different sizes. Those are two very so, different sizes, some might say. I don't know. And then I also, these are from a little while ago, but I got these, like, candle stick holders, and I finally took a picture of them. <laughs> Those I got a while ago, but it's okay. Um, I, like I said, did not thrift. I've had no time for fun things. I 
I spent all day shopping. Where? Just around town. Mm. Pretty much. I think that I just went from um, doing work stuff last week to, and I and I worked, I did a training for 16 hours last week, so I had two straight days of training, and it was terrible. Training just kind of fries you. Yeah, it does. Like, so, and then directly after that, I went up north to go do work for my mother, who I love dearly, but sanding tables and chairs all day is like really not the best thing ever and then we watched a lot of welcome to plathville which if you've never seen that show it is like the most traumatic like i i don't even know how to it's it's just a family that like is so dysfunctional it's difficult to like watch but they have a tlc show and so i skipped ahead to season four because my mom said it was good and it just like spiraled out of control but then I got home yesterday and it's daylight savings, so of course my internal clock is just like, you just mix it around with a spoon in my head. But uh, I went to bed at 8.20 last night, slept until 6.30 this morning, and then had to take the dog out. And it's just like, good lord, why? I woke up feeling really good today. Like, it was a good morning, and then... Come, like, lunchtime, I was just, like, exhausted. I was just done. And I wanted to go home. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, like, more funky stuff that's going on with work that I'm just... I got dress-coded last week. (laughs) Oh! And I got called snarky! The dress-code thing really wouldn't even matter for most jobs, though. It was just that you were wearing jeans. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not even a big deal. They're just being silly about it. Well, the thing is, is that after I got dress coded and after I disagreed with the dress coding, they went through the extra step and they sent out an email to all of the staff that said, we've revised the dress code and wanted to make sure you were aware. They made it gender neutral, which is like... So now nobody can wear jeans? No. I want to know the reasoning force all of the other yeah, employees. And there's to it. not you like I feel like if you had like a valid reasoning, then fine. Like maybe you could get on board. Like I don't even know what a, an actual reason would be. We should do a dress code episode. I'm gonna write that down because I shit you not, my entire my entire life will be dedicated to burning fucking dress codes to the ground. I I have been on this crusade since I was a child and I got dress coded because I was not the skinny bitches that wore had their ass cheeks hanging out and I got dress coded because I had my shoulders out but these other little bitches could have their ass cheeks and their belly buttons hanging out but because they were the skinny bitches that the creepy teachers like to look at they could do it and I couldn't and I was just like Fuck you. If my shoulders turn you on, there's other issues and they're not with me. Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine me as an 11th grader, so angsty I could hardly stand it, and telling my principal to just go fucking shove it. Just don't look at somebody's shoulders. And then he got fired, so... Especially um, a child. If you're saying... To anyone under the age of 18, I mean anyone in general, but specifically under the age of 18, that their shoulders are distracting you, 
as an there's adult issues you probably shouldn't be teaching children no just a thought but it's fine not really fine but <laughs> it's not it's not fine so like when i got dress coded she said she was very nice about it and whatnot and it's like i didn't do it intentionally i was in between like my meetings and honestly i was working three days last week and i just said fuck it and i went to a space to go measure the size of the mural and do you expect me to crawl around on the counter with dress pants on so then after that email got sent out yesterday or not yesterday either friday or this morning i didn't read it but i definitely just deleted it (laughs) um i had another conversation with my boss that was like we work with people that are disadvantaged if my outfit looks like i have a more expensive outfit on which i don't it's thrifted But, like, I know how to dress to the nines, and I look damn good doing it, and if my outfit looks like it's more expensive than your entire clothing budget for the year, there's just no reason for it. Like, why can't, like, your clients and, like, the kids, whoever, the families that we're working with are not dressing to impress us. Like, there's no reason for them to. They're just dressed how they normally would. So Mm -hmm. why are we dressing... Like, if I need to go to court, absolutely, I will dress nice. If I have a meeting with, like, somebody at the school, I can dress nice, too. Like, I have no issues with that, but you're right. Like, it could, it could make the families feel badly, potentially, for no reason. Like, there's no reason that you need to dress up when you're gonna go and hang out with that's what I do a for my job is hang out with fucking 10-year-olds yeah, all day. Like why? Why do I need to wear my slacks and blazer to do that? And she was like, well, I understand that it's inconvenient. I'm probably going to take a lot of this out. But she was like, I understand that it's inconvenient for you. And I was like, it's, it's not inconvenient. Pointless. You making me change in the upstairs bathroom is fucking gross. She actually made you change? She said that that was my option. And I said, I'm not doing that. Did you go home? Huh? Did you go home? Oh, no, not on that day. Oh. This was today. You had to change today? No, 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 no. This was the continuation of my conversation from that day. And, because I specifically emailed her and was like, I want to discuss the dress code with you because I'm not, I'm not okay with it. And I I should really preface this with, like, every time I have a discussion with somebody with dress codes, I should preface it with, like, this is my childhood trauma, so tread lightly. Because it is my childhood trauma, I got yelled at so much and dress coded so much. And it's not because I dress hoochie, I just would push the limits of, like, people thinking about how they see women and how they see children. I mean, I got dress coded in high school because I had my shoulders out. We used to have, like, the boys in, like, I think I was in middle school and they said that we couldn't wear leggings, like, girls couldn't wear leggings. Mm -hmm. So, like, a bunch of the boys decided to wear leggings to school. And they mm-hmm. ended up, like, getting rid of that rule. Because it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never understand that. Like, you can see my ass the same way in leggings as you can in jeans and, like, any other pair of pants. Like, I'm sorry if I have a bigger butt. Don't look at it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna wear whatever I fucking want. And I personally fucking love leggings because they're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if I'm gonna be sitting in the office all day... I'm going to wear leggings. There's no point in like, that. If I have to go out on, like, visits and stuff, 
I'm gonna wear jeans, too. Like, That's like telling people that have, like, Tiggo bitties to keep them covered. And it's oh. like, I can wear the same shirt as part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee and not get dress coded, but you're gonna dress code my sister because she has Tiggo bitties? I don't think so. No. That's discrimination. That is not her fault that she has Tiggo bitties. No. That is not her people fault that like, you look at her tits. That's your fault. I don't know where I saw this, but it's like, I'm not showing my tits off. I just have tits. Yeah. Like, they just, I just exist with them. Like, do you want me to get a breast reduction? Yeah. Are you going to pay for it? Yeah. No. It, so, it, I'm going to wear a shirt. Like, trust me, she would rather <laughs> lo- belong to the itty bitty titty would, committee. Yeah. <laughs> she is so over having big boobs. But it's like, you, I could w- literally wear the same cut shirt as her. Mm-hmm. And you would see nothing on me and you would see tits out on her. And that's, that's nobody's fault. Yeah. No, it's just how she was born. That's a del- triple D versus, like, a B or a C. That's the difference. And with how much, like, I would say where we work, like, they're trying not... They're making it such a priority to not discriminate and that we need to be respectful of all of our clients, all of our families, and the kids, and then why are, like, essentially we being... I don't I don't know if discriminate is the right word, but we're being... Targeted. Yeah. Or, like, just treated differently in general. Totally. I don't think... First of all, my my coworker shows up in the most whack-ass outfits. What? We're still golden. Okay. (laughs) Um, My coworker shows up in the whack... In in terrible... Outlets? Outfits. Sometimes he smells like he's left his laundry in the washer for three days Ooh, let it sit there before. but then you rewash but it. then you rewash you it should. did not rewash you it rewash it and if i showed up in those kinds of outfits i guarantee you i would be dress coded i just think dress codes are made by old white men to keep everybody below them well, good thing your boss is an old an white old man. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, I, there's not really many things that I can fault him for, but I think his outdated thoughts on what a dress code are, because our dress code, and I'm very anal about dress code, so I read it the first time. I deleted it when he sent it out today, but I read it the first time, and I asked my boss about it the first time, and it says, like, our dress code can follow whatever dress code of the county we work for. And the county changed that we can now wear jeans whenever. And then we they want. were like, "Nope, you can't do something that's below our dress code." And I'm just like, "Fuck you, fuck you." I feel like the the county would have a, like more strict. We're <laughs> we need to move on from that. <laughs> the other thing that happened at work, she called me fucking snarky. And it actually pissed me off. Because we were sitting there and we were talking and we got our stupid ass county computers and it was taking forever for IT to set them up. And they fucked up my entire desk and it made me very angry because I was like, you know what? I can plug shit into boxes too. Leave it there. I'll do it. And they were like, nope, we're just going to move everything. And I was like... That is my pet peeve. That is what makes me the most mad in life, is when people move my shit. Don't fucking do it. Ugh. So, yeah. 
we were talking about how I have to get my computer encrypted and I have to set up my VPN and I have to set up my three-step authentication and I have to set up my Yubi key. Mm-hmm. And I and I and she was saying that and I was like snickering because you can't plug a USB drive into it so I can't use the printer that's in my office and I can't plug my phone into it and I can't pick up a flash drive from off the street and put a virus onto my computer which is the whole fucking point but it's like why would I do that in the first place? And you have to get everything approved by IT before you can do it. And I, I was snickering. got a mouse without asking them. Huh? I got a mouse without asking them. Well, I plugged my fucking mouse into that like nobody's yeah. business. I was <laughs> like, you know what? This is stupid. But I was snickering while she was ranting this off because I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever that we have to go through all of those procedures to use a computer. Yeah. I mean... I get, like, we have sensitive information on there, but... That shit's not that sensitive, I believe. I genuinely think the police department doesn't even use the kind of encryption that we have. I mean, like, I get why I have so much security on mine. Because, like, we have just about all the information on a given person that you could possibly fucking want. Yeah, but me, what like, do you want? My case now it's on yeah. a ten year old? Like I don't have any sensitive information. Like, we have their work history, their any like state benefits they're receiving, like their social security number. Like Oh that we have fucking everything. Yeah, I d I don't have anything. I I they're ten. Like what what information can you give me? Your address? Like everybody can get your address. Anybody. Sure. So, (laughs) I was snickering about that because I think it's funny that we have to go through so many steps to print a fucking piece of paper. (sighs) Like, you have to scan your ID on the printer and you have to do all that good stuff to release the print and yada yada yada. And I could not print stuff for three months because they would not let us on the network. Even though we are county employees, we had different computers. I digress. (laughs) And I snickered and she was like... I bet you have so many snarky thoughts in your head. I was like, no. I was just laughing because I think it's funny. And then I got very flustered because I've never had my boss call me snarky before and I did not know what to do about that. So then I got very flustered and I started explaining that my therapist said that I have a firecracker personality and that this thing and this thing and and blah, 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 blah. And then it just, like, it was going to be a good explanation of, like, I'm not snarky. I just think of things in different ways. And I thought that was funny. And my face should not tell you what's going on because she kept saying things. It was the same day as the dress code thing. So she picked on my clothes. She picked on my face. She picked on my personality. And I was just like... I'm really not having it today. So I just left. I did not say a single word for five minutes while I packed up my shit and I just walked out. That's kind of weird. Like, why would you do that as a boss? I've never had such hostility from somebody, from her specifically before. I've had hostile people before, but like... She dress coded me. She was saying like, oh, your face says it all. Your face, your face. And then was picking on my personality. All in one, all in like four, three, two hours. Because we had back-to-back meetings. She dress-coded me, and then we had to go to another meeting. And then she did that, and I was like, okay, I'm fucking gone. Like, I didn't even do anything. It was nothing out of the norm on my part. Hmm. I feel like 
sometimes people just don't like basically when their like employees aren't obedient. Oh, I'm so far from obedient. Like I I don't know if that's this situation, but I feel like that's kind no, of No, I think that that's what it is. Is, is like I literally question everything. Mm-hmm. If I think it's dumb and that there's a better way to do it, I will question it and I will make sure you know your shit. That's just my personality of, like, I don't take things at face value. I dig deeper into them. And I am so non-obedient. There's not enough obedience in me to shake a stick at. I will... If you tell me to go left without a good reason, I will go right and say, Fuck you. I'm going right. And I I do think I give my bosses a run for their money because I make them... I make sure they know their shit. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad thing I guess I don't know I think there's probably a certain way to talk to a boss still just because they're they are like your superior but at the same time like they I don't think that's really an appropriate comment for a boss to be making no and it's not like I was like haha fuck IT <laughs> like I still I'm respectful to my boss mm-hmm. and like I don't make, I don't verbally make snarky comments. I I didn't say anything snarky. She said, I know you have snarky thoughts. And I was like, the fuck do you mean? I just snickered to myself because I think IT is funny. I've said IT is a little ridiculous. Everybody in my wing says that because IT blocks us off of everything. It makes it so we have shitty laptops for six months. And she called me snarky, and I was like, I am so fucking done with you today. I'm just, bye, and laughed. <laughs> and did not come back. I was just, like, at, I was I was other places doing other things for the rest of that day. I blame you. And honestly, my questioning of everything has gotten me so far in all of my things. I get a lot of cool stuff done that my coworker would never even dream about. Because all he is is yes ma'am, no ma'am. Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, do you really think we can't do that? Or, like, is it just that somebody doesn't want to put the work in? And they're like, I mean, if you want to do it. And I'm like, great. Good thing I do want to do it. That's how I got this new grant project thing that I'm doing, like, 50 canvas paintings for. And doing two murals. And doing... And using an abandoned room to do all of this stuff in. And she kind of said no, no, no to all of this stuff. And I've pushed back and said, well, why not? And she goes, I don't know. I just don't... Like, nobody's ever done it before. And I'm like... This doesn't mean you can't or shouldn't. Yeah. And so I do a lot of pushback, but it's positive pushback of, like, just because nobody's ever done it before doesn't mean it can't be done. And it's gotten me a lot of places. Mm Mm-hmm. Just in this, like, three months of all the projects that I have going on and all of the cool stuff that my kids get to do. My kids go to Cranberry Bogs and they do cool shit. They go meet university basketball players and they do a whack shit. And my coworkers' kids go to the library and they go to the Y and that's it. And it's like, that's boring. I'd rather my kid get out and go places other than where they are. Yeah. I just think it comes down to not wanting to put the time into it and the effort. Like, yeah. Calling a few more people to question why. 
like, I because I think bef- right before you got, like, approved or that whole conversation going for this project, and I had a meeting with, I think it was, like, I don't know, it was a bunch of people from, like, my unit and stuff, and then, like, our directors and everything, and I was like, can we paint? Can we do something? And they're like, oh, no, we can't, we can't. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I think maybe even a few days later, well, like, then the the person below our director, she was like, yeah, I agree, we should really do something. We could figure it out. And then I think that's when, like, you two started Just right place, right time. Yeah, but it's like, I just don't, I don't understand how people have been going to work there for so long with just blank walls. Like, there's just nothing. And some people don't even decorate their offices. And I don't understand. Or their cubes. Yeah. Cubes like, would even be even worse. Yeah. And then you have other people who go, like, fucking balls to the wall. That one lady on the first floor oh is awesome. Oh, my God. She basically has, like, a living room in yeah. her Yeah. Some of cube. them are awesome. And they put so much work and effort into their space. And it's amazing. And I feel like they're just so much more productive. Like, even mine. I have it, like, maybe, like, 30% decorated. Yeah. And it's something, but, like... I feel like that's the difference between people who love their job and people who don't like their job at all. Yeah. I'm just bad sometimes when it's, like, totally blank canvas. Sometimes I'm bad at, like, finding stuff to fill it. Yeah. That's a bit intimidating sometimes. sometimes. I have, like, plants and books and this weird spinny thing and a stand-up desk with wallpaper on it and decorative My office is always fucking clean. Always. And my, yeah, my desk is very well Yeah, I don't know how people can work in a messy environment. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I feel like that distracts me from being, like, getting stuff done. Yeah, today my but desk was very messy. It just I stresses had, me out. It, yeah, it totally stresses like me out. Like, you're typing on your computer and you're like, oh my god, there's so much shit. Mm-hmm. I typed too much on my computer today. My arms were, like, sore. Like, my forearms Seriously, really? hurt. They, like, cramp up. And I'm like... <laughs> you don't type anymore. <laughs> you like a little T-Rex? Seriously. It was a bad day, because all I did was, like, sit there. But, I mean, once in a while you have to have those. Yeah, you do. Anyway, we are going to be back to your regular scheduled programming um, next week for Shirzies. Uh We just kind of had to take a week off and see where this episode would bring us. Not planned at all. Um, but... Uh, we will be back at it next week with um, a very well-structured episode <laughs> on why you should give a shit about trauma and why it's important. Um, other than that, you can catch us every Tuesday and Thursday for a mini-sode on Tuesdays and a regular sode on Thursdays. And you can also find us on Instagram at Social Work Friends Pod, right? Um, and you can find us anywhere your little heart desires to listen. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, anywhere. Even Anchor, apparently. And, um, make sure to rate, review us, and subscribe to us on all of those platforms, especially on Apple Music. Um, until then, have a fantastic day, month, week, year, whatever it is. I don't care. But have a good one. Goodbye. Bye.